Reading to you from my daily gift, One Promises for Your Every Need. This book was sent to me by James Robinsons. You know, the um, they do drill for water in poverty nations like Africa and other places, South America. So we send them a gift and they send us Bibles and books and really good stuff, music, you know. I believe that there are people that we have to trust. We have to have faith that what they say they're doing. We just have to relax and believe, you know, and not be doubtful, judgmental. There are people out there that are doing God's will because it's the same pressure that we have in honesty and joy and a constant perfection of the Holy Spirit talking to us to be best, to be good. You could have said this, you could have said that. The Holy Spirit is constantly helping us to be better harmony with others and God. One of the things that God does with our problems is, is we thank Him because the problem is a disharmony, a situation that we haven't been able to fix in our lives especially when we didn't do anything, we can go back and do something right because now we have all the answers. We have, we see it from a different light and we bring in God. Anything that is disharmony, we thank God we're, for obedience. For First of all, we obey. And the disharmony, we turn it over to God. God says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And this is a good way to do it. We trust in our hearts. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Folks, all we're doing is going to the higher frequency of praising and thanking God for a situation and getting out of the way and let God add it. Praise me about the situation, God says. Praise me about it and I will fix it and it will never be a problem again. Only God can make those kind of promises, huh? That's what he told me. The last 30 years, over and over again, I'm always saying, Oh, God, can't you see? He goes, Praise me about the situation, son. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Reading from the book, My Daily Gifts. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, your harmonious words that go into our hearts and create 30, 60, 100 fold. Let it be, Lord, that this is the day that we have the opening. When we thank God for a situation, we let God, we stop and let God enter into our hearts and into the situation. Hallelujah. When we complain about the situation, the situation gets worse and we get spanked. You remember when we were kids, we used to go to our parents and said, so-and-so did this and so-and-so said that and so-and-so and both of us are standing there. Well, we both got clobbered for being complainers. And (laughs) so the next time we started to resolve the situation before we went 
you know, and either one of us had to humble and let it go and forgive the other or clobber the other person and get stronger. <laughs> anyway, that's another subject there. Sorry about that. Here we go. Reconciliation. To settle a dispute to bring into harmony. There you go, folks. I did not read that. That's what reconciliation means. Scripture is Romans 5, 6, and 11, NIV, and it says, You see, at just the right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might probably dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us since we have now been justified by his blood. How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we go, folks. But we also praise in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Amen. Romans 5, 6, 11, NIV. And what comes to mind, folks, that if my misery and poor me and my self-pity and I'm, what a bad person I was. My condemnation is the devil's beating over my head with condemnation. I started thanking God for my ticket, my qualification. I qualified to receive the mercies of God. I qualified to receive the favor of God. I qualified to become a child of God. I qualified to have the, the salvation of Jesus Christ. Why? Because I was a sinner. Being a sinner is my ticket. Remember, Jesus said, I have come for the sick, not for the righteous. I thank God I'm, I'm sick or was sick. I thank God I sinned. I thank God I messed up. I screwed it. I connived it. I jived it. I arsoned it. You know, backstabbed it. All that junk. Thank God for it and settle it. I accept it as my ticket. Best thing that ever happened to me. I've experienced sinistry, if there is such a word. I experienced sin. And I thank God that I did, because it, it yearned me to ask God to help me. And I asked Him to come into my heart. So I experienced His forgiveness. I experienced His love. I experienced His touch. I experienced the Father that lifted me up out of the mire clay and set me on high ground to be with his people, to rejoice and glad and play guitar and enjoy life the way it was harmonized to be. I love you. Please track with me. Say, the devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. The devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. The devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. Amen. 
say that when you get into this harmony and if anything hurts in your body just concentrate on jesus concentrate on loving that that part you know because harmony is is it's in the name of jesus christ you know amen second corinthians 5 16 to 21 niv says so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view though we once regarded christ in this way we do so no longer therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here all this is from god who reconciles to him through christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that god was reconciling the world to himself in christ not counting people's sins against them and he was committed to us and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation we are therefore christ's ambassadors as though god were making his appeal through us we implore you on christ's behalf be reconciled to god god made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of god amen and amen thank you jesus christ say i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus Ephesians 2, 14 through 18, New Living Testament says, For Christ himself had brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people. Then, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with his commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility towards each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far, far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can make All of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Ephesians 2, 14 through 18. Amen. Colossians 1, 19 to 22, New Living Testament says, For God in all of his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself 
through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Colossians 1, 19-22. Amen. Without a single fault. Can you accept that? If you can't accept it, start praising him and thanking him that he used your nonsense for sense, to become sense with him through the blood on the cross, through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. So we praise him for the blood. We praise him and accept the blood and all his benefits, all his joys. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Thank you, Father, for the blood. Thank you, Father, for the blood. Keep praising him for the blood of Jesus Christ, and it will purify us, cleanse us, make us holy, make us right. Settle us, give us peace. Direct us in the right area and the right outlook in life. And we will accept and make that gnawing discomfort of guilt, shame, condemnation, impending doom, all that stuff will die if we praise Father God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and thank Him for the blood of Jesus. Imagine the blood of Jesus. Imagine it and see it. Make it come alive through our imagination. Praising God for His power. Praising and thanking Him. And blessing our surroundings. Blessing our water. Blessing the Word of God. Blessing His promises. We thank You, Father, for Your Word. Amen. One more scripture. 1 Timothy 5.2 says, excuse me, 2.5, New Living Testament. For there is only one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. Praising him and thanking him for he reconciled us, us to himself. Hallelujah. We are born again, spirit-filled, word-believing, Bible-talking. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are now your children. Everyone, please pray with me. Say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, folks. He is remarkably working very well.